how in the hell did I end up in a Keith Urban Facebook group? Add that to the list of cults probably trying to destroy my life. Guess who's back, 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 back again, 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 shika, 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 baseball. Baseball is back, and I read that they are going to have 60 games and 40 games within the division and 20 games interleague. So it's very interesting. I I have mixed emotions about it. They're also going to have a designated hitter in the National League. So it's going to be super interesting and I think it's cool because in 30 years and when I'm old I'll be able to say oh wow I was around when baseball was only around for half of a season and it's just going to be something that's going to be in the history book so that's really interesting and that's really great in that way to be a part of it because I'm living through it but I don't like that the main factor for it coming back, I don't think it's for people's enjoyment. I think it's for money. Because really, what isn't in this world? But I, I don't like that. Because these guys are getting paid a year's salary for 60 games. And I'm, I'm over here living on shillings. 10 bob a week. I'm like that friggin' that, that little, little boy selling newspapers. In those 1920s movies, you see me, I'm already in black and white, and I'm wearing like a little French hat, and I have some dirt on my face because of life. Wearing those long triangle sleeping hats, waiting for the the ghost of Christmas past to pay me a visit. So I'm, I'm a huge Met fan, and there were rumors going around that J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and A-Rod were trying to buy the Mets. And I remember when I heard that, I was so angry. Because she's Jenny from the block. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the Bronx. The Bronx. She used to have a little, now she has a lot. But I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that she has the best intentions for the team. And A-Rod, no matter how cherubic he acts now, no matter how many times you see him dancing in the background of Jennifer Lopez's dance rehearsals, I don't trust him. He did roids. And in baseball, I take that very seriously. Have some respect for the game, player. And no matter how much he smiles and he dances and he takes Instagram lives for her, I remember. I'll never forget. I'll remember. And he was a Yankee. So just stay in your burrow. Don't come over here. I don't want it. I don't want any of it. And if they were to buy the team, I would have thrown in the towel. I would have thrown in my sports towel. It's been a rough go for me. I'm not only a Met fan, but I'm a Redskin fan. And the Redskins got RG3 uh, four or five years ago. I don't even, that time sort of kind of just passed through my life. But that guy was supposed to be, can't miss, 
he literally i think he got hurt and then it was just all downhill all downhill and then we got that other guy the you want some of this you want some of this that guy and he was okay, but he just didn't have the, the championship quality. He didn't have that leadership quality, in my opinion, at least. And then we had the other guy, the other white guy, and he was really good. And he, he just looked, it looked like we were going places with him. And me and my father were at the game where he friggin' broke his clavicle in half. So it's just like, what is happening here? So not only have I suffered, oh, I've suffered. As a Met fan, but as as a red as a Redskins Redkin as a Redskin fan, as well. But if those two were to buy the team, I would have thrown in the towel. I would have made a small bonfire in my backyard, and I would have thrown my jerseys, my hats, my earmuffs, my gloves, my slippers, my PJ sets, my baubles, all of it into the fire. If I was Jewish, I would throw my Met yarmulke right into the fire. I just, when and when I think of J-Lo, sorry I had to see it. And I'm sorry that it's probably going to go with me to the day I die. I don't even know the woman. But I saw her in that Fiat commercial. And it's her in a Fiat commercial. And she's supposed to be like liberating these children. And it's her driving a Fiat and a bunch of children running after the fiat and i said that is a precious a precious commercial it's like okay and then i googled it i googled it and it was filmed in la so if you're gonna be jenny from the block jenny from the bronx and that commercial was making it look like it was filmed in the blanc the, the blanc the bronx it was her saying like yeah no matter how far i go i'll always remember where i come from what they were on the commercial saying it was new york and i googled it and it was filmed in la so those children were not bronx children and that was not the bronx it was la and it shouldn't bother me but i took a mental note of it when it happened and it's still there and every time i see her i see the fiat commercial and her driving it in la her fiat and a bunch of ch a bunch of children, non-Bronx children, running around after it. And my last grievance with the Mets is we signed this guy named Cespedes for my non-baseball people for like an 85-year contract and like three $3 billion worth of money for that contract. And this guy got hurt, played I think one-sixth of, of the games he was supposed to play, and then he's okay and he's gonna he's oh, he was almost ready to play. And then this dude is chasing a pig on his ranch or something. Or I, I no, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was playing golf. Playing golf. When you're hurt and you're recovering to play baseball, you're playing golf. So what is he doing doing any other physical activity other than baseball? While trying to get back in shape for it. And he hurts himself again. And he hurts himself again. I'm screaming on the inside. I'm screaming on the inside. So. Really if J-Lo and A-Rod were to buy the team. 
my heart, my, my weak little heart would have just ceased. I think I would have just ended. Like rip. Just full rip. I, 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 you would just have to put on my tombstone like I tried. And my heart gave out because I love the Mets so much. And I also have like a theory too. If those two were to buy the Mets... Who knows if that that Bronx is going to come out? She's always going to be I'm still I'm still Jenny from the block. She still have a little now she has a lot. Who knows? And maybe I'm just a crazy person for believing this. But it's possible that they could use their money. And Mr. Bronx over here, Mr. Aroid Bronx, they could put their money into the Mets. And even though it's their money, They could choose to make bad decisions with the Mets and destroy them because they can. And then go back to the Bronx, holding hands, smiling and laughing. Because the Mets will be even more awful than they usually are. So, DM me if you want to fight about it. I can go on about this for days. But I am really excited to see how it plays out. I know in China or Japan, they put plushies, like a whole bunch of little plushies in the audience to make it look like there's people there. So, I would love to go sit next to some stuffed animals and watch some baseball. But I have no clue when that's going to happen. So, I'm just going to keep my eyes peeled and I'm going to I'm going to watch for history reasons and because the Mets can't lose 60 games. Let they can't lose more than 60 games this year. So, I'll be watching. As I was talking about all of that, um two two softball memories came to my mind. So, I remember in high school, we played this team called Piscataway, and my team used to call it Piscat, because Gat, in our high school, uh, the slang meant lame, so we would call it Piscat, because the name fit within their name, and it was pretty funny. So we went to go play Piscat. And I remember there was some inner turmoil between the team members there. We were playing the game, and these two girls were yelling at each other in the outfield. And then one got on her phone and made a phone call during the game, but the umpire didn't say anything. Because, first of all, it's awful, but people don't care about like softball, especially high school softball, and especially kids from Elizabeth and Piscataway. I could have literally started juggling in like a full clown full clown makeup, full clown outfit, and nobody would have said a thing. But this girl, she she was on the phone and then sort of the the arguing like subsided and everybody was like, "All right." And then the next inning rolls around and a man drives onto the field with a pickup truck. And I kid you not, all 12 or 13, however many people are on a friggin' baseball diamond, hopped into the back of this man's pickup truck, blasting music, and they drove off. They were in center field, and they drove off, and I think the game just ended, because we couldn't play against ourselves. And that moment will always stick with me. 
It was sad, but also awesome. I just wonder what those girls' lives are like. And who was the person that was driving that pickup truck? And did that umpire get paid? At least we won that one. At least we won that one. We never really won much. So that was a victory. You, you have to take them however you can get them. That's what I believe. And the other story was I played softball on like a recreational league. Like a weekend league with my dad. So we were like Ken Griffey and senior and Ken Griffey junior. So that was the dream. And we would high five in slow motion and everything. And there we that was a, there was a cast of characters on that team. There was a guy who had extremely large feet. There was a guy called Big Mike. And he never picked up a baseball bat in his life. There was a, another woman who could not move very fast. We had a lot of elders on the team, 85 and up, that couldn't even really walk, but they played. Uh, respect, respect for that. We had some, some girl that had an aquatic name. We had, oh, this is great. We had some guy that just got out of jail. He came to play in tattered clothing. He literally just got out of jail and came to play softball. And then got busted for probation or something. And then he, he got taken off the field, escorted off. So that was a sight. That was a absolute that was an absolute sight. We had an Asian man, and he was fantastic. It was like he was 30 guys in one. The f- the most talented person I've seen play softball in my life (sighs) me and my dad and my dad's friend we were like the the power trio and we kicked total ass but my favorite my favorite must must have been uh this woman we called smoking Kate and this woman had a cigarette in her mouth permanently she would have the glove she would play center field she would play the outfield She would have the glove on one hand and a cigarette in the other and a cigarette in her mouth and she would smoke the entire game and you never thought that she would catch the ball but somehow she always did and it always looked like an accident. She just ran and it's like the ball just sort of kind of fell into her glove like it does in the movies. And the guy who had big feet, he ended up scamming people. So we were all following like a Facebook thread of people. Like they were like, I know where that guy hangs out. I know where his bar is. I know where he drinks. I know where his family lives. And then, you know, people were saying they were going to like shove their fist up his ass. And they were going to beat him up. And I don't know whatever happened to him. But there were a good amount of people who liked that post. There were a good amount of comments. And I'm guessing he got his ass beat. He did not screw me and my my uh, dad and my dad's friend, but he did screw the person who was, took care of the team after he left. Can never trust a person with large feet. That's for sure. That's what I learned. I want to talk about horoscopes real quick. I'm a Virgo to the letter. 
I'm going to read you some of these traits and I'll tell you the things that I am and the things that I am not, but I really fit the Virgo mold here. Hardworking, yes. Creative, yes. Reliable, yes. Patient, yes. Kind, yes. Critical. Critical of myself. Stubborn, yes, when it comes to the people I love. And it's just, it's not easy to sway me, that's for sure. Overthinking, that is the big one. That is huge. Yes, yes, yes. Overthinking. Fushizzle my nizzle. Snoop. That, that's, uh, that's Snoop. That's what Snoop says. Strong. Cheerful. Loyal and passionate. C. Observant. C. Perfectionist. That's another one. That is like... E, e, e. Like the horror movies. Like to the letter. Perfectionist. Dominating, yeah. Like, I'll, when it comes to sports, I'm gonna I'll drop an elbow on you. Does that sensitive and intense? Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I identify with all of those qualities. Not to sound like a douche McBag, but I do. I'm like that. That's me. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, and let the light shine on me yep another harmony from your girl what i really want to speak on is that i knew a friend who would was so into horoscopes that she wouldn't be friends with certain people because of their horoscopes and just dating somebody that was not like if she was a pisces and the person she wanted to be with was a friggin' Aquarius. Like, if you weren't that, if you didn't match that sign, she wasn't going to talk to you. She wasn't going to give you the time of day. And she would always hold that against you. Like, oh, that's why we weren't friends. That's why me and this person didn't get get along. Because she was a a Gemini. She was a, a, a Cancer. She was a Crab. A Crab. And, like, sorry, I can't be friends with you and I can't date you because of what time or how the stars aligned in the universe. Sorry. What a character. You know what? You could take your little dipper and your big dipper and shove it where the sun... Shove it where the sun don't shine. Them S's and them H's put them together and my brain threw up a question mark. So I was on Twitter, and I was looking at what was trending. I see this article that says, Alabama students attend COVID-19 parties, gamble on who gets sick first. So in Alabama, they were getting kids that were sick with COVID, putting them all in a room, and seeing who got sick first. And I retweeted it, and I put, I got $5 on Tim. And not one person liked it or retweeted it, or said anything to me about it. And I laughed out loud when I wrote that. And I still got $5 on Tim. On last week's episode, I spoke about how we found a sex doll slash mannequin with a burnt head, eyelashes, and stuffing coming coming out of its eyes in my neighborhood. That was the Elizabeth Chronicles Part 1. And now today, I will give you the Elizabeth Chronicles Part 2. 
In that same area, there was a dead fish. Somebody dropped off a dead fish and just left it on the sidewalk. A whole full fish. Not like a tu- like a like a tuna can. An actual fish was just laying its little fish body on the sidewalk in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And fish in Italian means death. So is it Scientology? Is it that beauty cult that has no name? That the name shall not be spoken? Or is it Keith Urban? He has to get thrown into the mix now too. It just seems all too coincidental for me. If something happens to me, just make sure you're taking notes. Because this is a real thing, and I got a lot of enemies out there. And an update with that TikTok video. I did not go viral. I did not get a call from Ellen. Uh, TikTok, they don't, they don't, they don't want to see me winning. They want to see me in the penitentiary. They don't want to see me win. They never did. I thought the only thing I gained from that experience was weight. But then I posted the video on Instagram and I got an overwhelmingly positive response from that. I got a lot of people messaging me about it. A lot of people commented. I got 1,522 views. So that's almost tripled me followers. So that's pretty awesome that it spread. I saw that 29 people sent it as a DM or put it on their story. I really just didn't expect it because I got a really sad, sad response on TikTok from it. But people loved it on Instagram and I was so happy that really rejuvenated me. Who thought TikTok would, you know, light a fire under my ass? I'm just so excited to continue making content like that and to continue to make people laugh. And something that was really cool is that I saw that Black China actually saw my story. And it's crazy. It wasn't my actual post. It was my story. So I Not only is it really cool that she saw it, but just that I was able to reach her. I was able to reach that audience was just really, like, mind-boggling to me. Like, I've tagged celebrities and things, and they've seen it. Like, Caliugis, The Who, The Zombies. I did a post about that I went to their concerts, and they actually seen my story. But this, I didn't tag her or anything, so it was just cool that I was able to reach. And it just makes me realize that there's such an, a huge audience out there for everyone, regardless of your if you're cooking empanadas or you're kicking a soccer ball and having it land in your mouth or you're slipping on jelly and rubbing it all over your body. There's an audience for everything. So I'm just really excited to create more, whether it be TikToking, 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 or doing the podcast. I just see that people are there. So I'm just really excited to continue to make people laugh. I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm so happy. I appreciate all the love. It means so much to you, girl. It really does. More singing. More singing for you. I'm actually going on a vacation not really a vacation because you can't do anything but it's a vacation for me I'm going to see my family down in Florida I haven't seen my brother in a few years 
Yes, I did. I definitely saw him last Christmas, but it feels like 85 years and he has a mustache and long hair now. So time is a passing. I'm so excited to go see him. I'm going to drop an elbow on him and the rest of my family down there. They're in Florida, so I'm a little nervous about that whole process because their numbers have just spiked during coronavirus time. I'm just nervous about like getting on the plane and stuff because I'm, I'm not doing anything when I'm down there. I'm just hanging with the family, which is great, but that will be an experience and I will definitely be sharing that experience with you after I have it, of course. I'm going Monday the 6th to the 14th, so there won't be a new episode until... I'm, I'm going to drop an episode the 14th to talk about the trip. That will be the day I get back, so that will be fun and interesting, and my eyes will probably be crossed because I'll be so tired. But I want to make sure that I speak on that, and that will cover Florida. And I'm also going to drop one, drop an episode on the 17th, which will be that Friday, just to catch up with everything, because I definitely want to continue having a consistent digest, consistent digest of podcasts every week. I promised myself that I'm gonna going to be on that, so I will be, and you're going to get one on the 14th when I get back, discussing Florida, and then the 17th to cover that week, so I will be up to date. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for the next two episodes that are coming, coming out. They'll be back-to-back within that week, so you'll have more of Mary Grace in your life, and who doesn't want that? I think everybody needs it. Everybody needs some of this. You want some of this? And I'll be giving it to you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Much love always. Stay safe out there. And know your cousin loves you. Bye. 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 Peter Griffin throwing furniture off of the ship and yelling bye. 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 <laughs>